Hey, this is Pastor Jeff Workmeister of Elevate Church, and welcome to our podcast. I want to thank you for listening today. I hope this inspires you, encourages you, and builds your faith. Enjoy the podcast. Well, I didn't know if I was going to be here today. My wife is very pregnant, and so if I get a... If you, if you move, we're going to the hospital, all right, okay? <laughs> if you say anything, we're, we're leaving. Roll the video. Um, no, I actually uh, pre-recorded myself this week, uh, showed a video, um, and had a video ready, just in case, you know, she decided, the baby decided he wanted to come this week. But um, yeah, she's very close. Weird thing, quick story, weird thing. All right, I was mowing my grass yesterday, and I was listening to Craig Rochelle. Anybody know Craig Rochelle? All right. Two. All right. Um, Craig Rochelle, it's your plug. All right. Um, and uh, it was it was his leadership podcast. Extremely, extremely good. And uh, he was telling a story about how his wife gave birth Saturday night right before church. Okay. And he obviously couldn't go to church. And so they had to show a pre-recorded video. And I'm like, Lord, is this something you're telling me right now? All right, because I, it's the exact same situation. And what didn't happen? So that story was in vain. All right. All right. Let's talk about joy and persevering this morning. Joy and persevering. Yeah, everybody likes the joy, but the persevering part, I'm good. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you so much for today. Thank you, Father God, that as we gather around your word for these next couple moments, Lord Jesus, I just pray that you would really speak to every single heart this morning, that every single heart would receive revelation and understanding of your word. I just thank you, Lord, that we walk out of here more in love with you, more full of joy today, Lord Jesus. I just thank you, Father, that you are changing our lives, our mindsets, our attitudes, Lord and we just thank you so much for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let me ask you a question real quick. Think about this. It's rhetorical. You don't have to answer out loud. But what is something in your life that you know they work together, all right? They absolutely work together. Like when you think of something, you think of something else, and they come together, it's just absolutely heavenly, and it's beautiful, all right? For example, in my life, whenever I want to take a good nap, all right, like a real nap, okay? Like, you know, you've had those naps before where like you kind of, you know, you wake up and you feel a little bit rest, you know, rest and everything like that, you know, but then you get a really good nap. And, you know, honestly, I think my napping days might be numbered, um, but uh, so I'm gonna take one this afternoon. And, uh, and so whenever I wanna take a good nap, all right, I always put on golf in the background, okay? All right, I put golf in a nap, I'll see you in five hours, all right? So it's just like, it's I love, love a good nap, all right? But I always have to have golf in the background. Um, and it's just, it's, it's really heavenly, it honestly is. Uh, whenever I eat spaghetti, all right, I like to have it with milk. Thank you, all right, appreciate you. All right, I like to, add, okay, all right, I'm feeling a lot of judgment this morning, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't need this, all right? <laughs> you ready to go to labor? All right. Um, so whenever I, uh, yeah, whenever I have spaghetti, I always like to have it with milk, okay? I don't know, it's weird. Uh, so does Elena, all right? So, all right, so just don't, all right, back me up here, babe. All right? They're turning on me, um, <laughs> all right? But so it's just, you know, a reason 
uh, number 365, why we're perfect together, all right? But I really like spaghetti with milk, all right? It's just something I was raised on, um, so blame my parents, okay? But there are things in life that work together, and, and honestly, there are things in life that don't work together, okay? All right, uh, for example, uh, brushing your teeth and then having orange juice afterwards, all right? It's pretty horrible, pretty horrible. Like, like I, I honestly think you need to, to wait like at least five hours, all right, okay, before drinking orange juice after brushing your teeth, okay? It's just, it's not a good combination. Uh, does, does anybody, um, look, it's a judgment free zone. Uh, does anybody put water in their cereal? Okay, well, I, this is just something I Googled. I mean, I, I, I've, <laughs> I've never actually heard it before. <laughs> but, uh, hey, Siri. Um, but um, I'll change that for second service. All right. But there are just things in life that just don't go together, right? Okay? There are things in life that should never, ever go together. And so when we think about joy and when we think about persevering, we think they just don't go together. Like having them in the same conversation just should never go together, should never happen. Because when we think about persevering, we think about a season in life that you may be going through right now or you may be or may have gone through before, but you think about a season in life that is a hard season, that is a real rough season season in life and it's really stretching you and it's stretching your faith and it's stretching your character and it's a season of persevering, of keep going, of keep going, of keep going. But our default mindset in the midst of persevering is always negative. Like that's just kind of the way we can be wired is that when we face a season, when we face a time of going through some stuff and being stretched, I think a lot of times, if we're being honest today, we can automatically go to a negative mindset, a negative attitude. We have thoughts that are just thinking that this is terrible, this is hard, it's gonna test me, it's gonna make me angry, it's gonna make me grumpy for the next year. Going through this season, I think we all have a default mindset or a default attitude that we all go to. And what we have to realize today is that in the middle of a season where you are persevering, you have a choice. You have a choice today. No matter what your past looks like, in this season, no matter what your choices are or have been, right now, today, in your journey, in this season of life or whatever you're going through right now, right now, you have a choice of how you are going to live the rest of the time. You have a choice of how you are going to react in this season of persevering. When life is tough, when life is hard, when it's stretching, we all have a choice of how we are going to handle that season. We can either choose joy or we can choose the default mindset. We can choose the default attitude. For me, I've been growing in some leadership and 
when that happens, you just deal with people. Like people are messy, people have problems. And most recently, we've encountered just a couple key people that have just not followed through on some stuff and just kind of made me a little frustrated, you know? And so what is my default mindset? What is my default attitude? I want to put them in a chair, in a room, and tell them what I really think about them. Right? Anybody else there? Like, like you really just want to, like, like, when somebody, like, stretches you and somebody is just, like, you know, really, really pushing buttons, I like to tell them what I really think about them. I'd like to really, really just kind of shut down and be just a little bit grumpy, just a little bit short, and take it out on everybody else. But that's my default mindset. That's my go-to. But I know in my life, and God is showing me, that I can either go through a season like this or I can deal with situations like this And I can either live every single day with joy or I can either live every single day just being angry. And I have a choice right now in my journey, right now where I'm at, of how I should react. I have a choice today. I can choose to walk through this season in life with joy or I can choose just to be angry. I can choose just to have a bad attitude. I can choose not to love these people. Or I can choose joy. I have a choice right now in my journey. Hebrews chapter 2, or sorry, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 says this We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Now, when we read this, okay, we can easily think, yeah, Jesus had joy. He was carrying the cross and he had joy. But it's so easy to go to, well, that's Jesus, right? Like he was perfect. He lived a perfect life. That's Jesus, okay? I'm not Jesus. And we can easily use that as an excuse to say, yeah, whatever I'm carrying right now, I don't know if I can have joy. I know Jesus did, but I don't know if I can. And we can use that just as an excuse that I'm just having a bad day and I'm just gonna choose the wrong attitude. I'm just gonna choose the wrong mindset today instead of choosing joy. But what we have to remember is that Jesus was fully God, but he was also fully man. That means that Jesus had the same choices that we do. Jesus had the same temptation that we did. Jesus had the same choice to either choose joy or to not. And I gotta think that at some point that while Jesus was carrying the cross, 
I have to think that at some point he thinks, this is a lot. This isn't really how I wanted to spend my Friday. You know? I had to think that if Jesus was fully man, then he dealt with the same choices that you and I deal with. And we know because he prayed, we prayed, he prayed in the garden that if there's any other way for this cup to pass, if there's any other way to do this, but he still chose joy. He still chose the joy of the Lord. And if Jesus can choose joy, you can choose joy too. In every single situation, in every single season of persevering, of keep going through, of keep going, of keep going, of keep going. If Jesus chose joy while enduring the cross and going through everything that he went to, being beaten, being bruised, having a crown of thorn shoved into his skull, then you can choose joy today. In this moment, in the journey that you're in right now, you can choose joy today. We have to change the default setting that we go to. But how do we do that? How do we do that? I got two things for you this morning. Two things. I wanna read a story out of Mark chapter five, 35 through 41. It says this. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side, leaving the crowd behind. They took him along just as he was in the boat. There was also other boats with him. A furious storm came up and the waves broke over the boat. So it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, teacher, don't you care if we drown? Number one way of how we change our default setting is finding your promise. Finding your promise. You see, the disciples had a promise. Jesus said, let us go over to the other side. And that's Jesus saying, listen, let's go over to the other side. Meaning you're gonna make it to the other side. Jesus wouldn't tell you something and then just change his mind halfway through. Jesus has a promise for your life. Jesus knew what they were gonna go through. Jesus knew that the storm was coming. Jesus knew that it was gonna stretch them. Jesus knew that it was going to be rocky, that it was gonna be really, really rough. But yet Jesus said at the beginning, you're going to the other side. Let's go to the other side. You know, if you were to come up to me and you were to tell me all about your life and what's going on and everything like that, I'd hope that the first question I would ask you is, what promise are you agreeing with today? What promise are you agreeing with today? Because the truth is, is that all of us are agreeing with something in life. All of us are agreeing with something. We're either agreeing with the world and what they say, or we're agreeing with what the word of God says. We're either agreeing with our emotions and our feelings and how they shift back and forth every single day, or we're agreeing with what the word of God says. We're either agreeing with what our friends say, 
because they're experts on our situation. And we're agreeing with what everybody else says or we are agreeing with what the word of God says. Every single day, you are agreeing with something. Amos 3.3 says this, can two walk together unless they are agreed? You know, if Elena and I never agreed on anything in life, our marriage would be extremely rocky, to say the least. It would not be a real fun time. Psalm 16, verse 11, says this, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. In your presence is fullness of joy. Now stay with me here. If where Jesus is, if his presence, in his presence, where he is, there's fullness of joy, why didn't the disciples have joy in the midst of the storm? When Jesus was right there in their boat, why didn't the disciples have joy in the midst of the storm? It's because they weren't agreeing with the promise that God had spoken over them. They weren't agreeing with the promise that Jesus said, we're going to the other side. You see, there is a, a different level of walking with Jesus when we are agreeing with him. When we are in agreement with what he has said over our lives, there is a different level of walking with Jesus because you can have Jesus right there next to you. But if you're not agreeing with him, if you're not hooking up your faith with him, it's like we find a promise, we agree with it, we walk with Jesus, and when we walk with Jesus, there's fullness of joy. But if we're not agreeing with what the word of God says, if we're not agreeing with, with what Jesus has spoken over us, then we can't truly walk close with the Lord. We have to agree with what he has spoken over our lives. And when we do that, we walk with him closer than ever before. And when we walk with him closer than ever before, there's joy. There's joy in the midst of persevering. There's joy in the midst of struggle. There's joy in the midst of the storm. Point number two is this. The worship team, you can actually come on up. Point number two is this. Patience. Patience. Psalms 46, verse 10 says this. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Persevering is all about finding your promise. It's also about being patient, being still, and allowing God to be God. Allowing God to be God. Galatians 6 verse 9 says this, 
Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. God has a proper time for everything. God has the right time for every single season that you are going through. He's got his timing. And his timing is perfect. His timing is proper. And the moment that we are unwilling to be still, and the moment that we are unwilling to be patient and let the Lord work our season out, the moment that we are unwilling to be unstill, the, the, sorry, the moment that we are willing to not be still is the moment that God isn't able to be God of our situation. He's still God. But we can easily tie our hands, tie God's hands, because we're just not still. Because we're just not patient. God has his timing. And believe me, I've stepped out of God's timing before, and it's just not fun. I've been out of this, I've been in a season before where I just thought, I'm just gonna take this into my own hands, and I'm just gonna freak out, and I'm just gonna go out of God's timing. But in that moment, I tie God's hands, and he can't be God, and he can't be Lord of my situation. God has a proper time. God has a, the right timing in your situation. And if we can't be still, we can't go to the other side. God has spoken a promise over every single one of you that no matter what you're going through, you're going to the other side. You're gonna make it today. You're gonna make it to the other side. But if we can't be still, we can't go to the other side. Was it God's, was it Jesus's plan to calm the storm? No, it was his plan to go to the other side in the midst of the storm. Now, God is extremely merciful. Jesus is extremely gracious and extremely merciful. And when you cry out to him, he's gonna be there. But in the midst of your storm, it's not God's plan to stop it. It's God's plan to get you to the other side. It's not his promise that he's gonna stop the storm. It's his promise that he's gonna get you to the other side. That's his promise today. And to be honest with you, when I read the Bible, you have to read it and really think about what's going on here. You have to really put yourself in the disciples' sandals, in the boat, what's going on. And when I think about this story, I think, what if the disciples were this close to seeing the shore? We don't have a timeline here. We don't know when the storm hit. We don't know how long they were in the storm for. What if the disciples were this close to getting to the other side, but because they weren't still, because they weren't patient, they didn't see the promise of God fulfilled. What if they were this close to the storm passing and the shore was right there and the other side was right there 
And I know that the Spirit of God is speaking to some people today and he's saying this, just wait, just be patient. Just be still a little bit longer because I'm gonna get you to the other side. Let me, let me be God. Let me be Lord of your situation. Let me get you to the other side, but be still. Hold on to my promise. Don't be shaken. Let me be God. Let me get you to the other side. I believe that the Lord is speaking to some people today and encouraging you that when you're in the midst of the storm, when you're in the midst of persevering, when you're in the midst of everything that you're going on in life, just wait a little bit longer. Just be patient because God's proper time is going to happen in your life and you're gonna get to the other side. You're gonna get to the other side. Don't step out of my timing. Don't step out of my timing. Let my timing have its place. Let me in this journey fill you with joy. Hold on to the promise. Be still. Let me fill you with joy while you go through this season of life that you're going through. Knowing that I'm gonna get you to the other side if you just be still for a little bit longer. And just know that I am God. Why don't you stand up this morning?